Welcome to episode 31 of the first 40 miles. If you're new to backpacking, or if you're hopelessly in love with someone who wants you to love backpacking, then this podcast is for you. We'll talk about the essentials, how to lighten your load, and how to make the most of your time on the trail. I'm your host, Heather Legler. And I'm Josh Legler. And this is The First 40 Miles. Today on The First 40 Miles, the top five non-essential but totally fun summertime backpacking gear. Then on the Summit Gear Review, we'll show you the simplest way to drink 500 liters of fresh water. On the Backpack Hack of the Week, we'll explain a cool trick that dads can do to impress their kids while on their next backpacking adventure. And we'll wrap up this show with a little trail wisdom from a quoteologist. All this and that's about it today on the first 40 miles. Father's Day is just around the corner and summer is coming at the same time, same day, right? (laughs) Summer, the start of summer and Father's Day. And so it has us thinking about our dads, especially because both of our dads are outdoor dads. What comes to mind when you think about your dad and the outdoors? Well, I think my dad is the quintessential adventurer. He's a traveler, he's a mountaineer, he's an explorer. And I think the fascinating thing about that kind of that mix that he has is that I had an incredibly stable childhood. So for the daughter of an adventurer, it was a really, a really nice childhood and not not the kind that you might expect. Although we did move frequently, you know, we hit basically every corner of the United States and yeah. <laughs> lived there for a few years and just really enjoyed everywhere we lived. You know, we didn't spend time backpacking or even do that much camping, but we did do a lot of hikes. We explored every waterfall, every national park, every forest that was within a few hours of our house. In that way, I guess we were adventurers in our own little realm. And because of what my dad did for work, we did some international trips as well. So it was a good, good childhood. Yeah. Well, and and hiking has literally become your dad's career now. That's right. I guess you could say being an adventurer is just who he is. In fact, he owns Alpenwild, which is a company that does Swiss hiking tours and spends the summers in Switzerland hiking around in that beautiful area. They call it the Oregon of Europe. Oh, do they? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, what a nice way to spend the summer. What a nice job. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Well, my dad grew up hunting and fishing and being outdoors all the time. This was back in the time when growing up as a kid in the San Joaquin Valley of California, he could head out to the watermelon fields. And the workers would be out there harvesting watermelons. And so they'd split one open every once in a while to make sure that they were ripe. Split it open, take a look. Yep, it's ripe. Throw it on the ground. And my dad and his buddy would would just pick up a split open watermelon and start eating. And he just spent his entire summer outside. At least that's the stories I hear from him and his memories of growing up. And, and he's definitely passed that on to me. When I was a kid, you know, whenever one of us would say, I'm bored. (laughs) We knew what the answer would be from both my mom and my dad. It was going to be go outside. And and we did a lot. And they really instilled that in us. We did a few family campouts together. uh, And and I've got some great memories from those. They took us on lots of family walks. I think 
you know, it's like almost every Sunday after church when it's kind of that mid-afternoon time, there's nothing to do. Hey, let's go on a walk. And we'd just head down the road and just spend time outside. Well, we wanted to say thanks to our dads for instilling in us a love for the out of doors. Thanks, Dad. Thanks, Dad. (laughs) Happy Father's Day. Well, for our top five list today, uh, this one's not particularly serious, I guess. Uh, Heather has come up with five items that would just be totally fun, but really not essential to take on a backpacking trip. Yeah, it's meant to be mostly a fun list. It's the top five summer fun, totally non-essential backpacking stuff list. I think that's the longest list name we've had so far. Number one on our top five list is the Aquabot. Sounds like a, a robot that brings you water when you're thirsty, but it's actually cooler than that. It's a pump that affixes onto a Nalgene or a Camelback bottle, and it pressurizes the water inside. Wait, pressurizes the air. Well, yeah, yeah. Okay, right. pressurizes the mass inside <laughs> of your water bottle, so you can spray out a jet stream, a mist or even a shower. It's really cool. So it has this pump. And you give it a few pumps and psh, psh, that was me making that noise. It's a simulate simulation <laughs> simulation of what it does. It's really cool, really fun, and actually I gave it to our 7-year-old last night and he played with it for about Two hours straight, just sprayed our whole lawn with water. Oh, good. So our, our lawn has been watered. Watered did, in did he, spots. <laughs> oh. <laughs> did he take care of the garden while he was at it? He tried. Yeah. Um, it actually shoots about 20 feet. I mean, ah. It has a pretty long range. So it has a couple modes. It has stealth mode and power saving mode. <laughs> so the power saving mode adds air to the water. So it's like gives that... That sound because it adds extra air to the water. And then the stealth mode is totally quiet because you're just shooting out water instead of air. So this uh, replaces the lid of your Nalgene or Camelback bottle. And uh, and then it's got the pump built in. And uh, so you pressurize it and then just use these different, you said three different uh, spray patterns Uh that it has. All right. I think it would be so much fun if you know you're going to be going through some 90 degree patches on your trip, it would just be so much fun to spray everyone down and get everyone all soaking wet and cooled down. A lot more fun than dumping a whole bottle of water on your head. Well, stealth mode could be a lot of fun too. I mean, you could stand behind a tree somewhere and wait for one of your buddies to come (laughs) along (laughs) or, you know, just get them from behind with a a really short burst. (laughs) So they just wonder what happened, but they don't really, they don't know what's going on. One of the first 40 milers was asking us for gift ideas for an eight-year-old. Oh, my goodness. This would be perfect. Perfect. Very cool. The number two fun, totally non-essential backpacking (laughs) thing is noon tablets. And these are so cool. They come in a little tube. Yeah, a little tube. A little tube. And they're fizzy tablets that turn water into a non-carbonated electrolyte sports drink. So in the summertime, you're sweating more. You know, water definitely hydrates, but these have electrolytes in them, and they're just a fun way to flavor your water. 
So this is kind of a make-your-own-Gatorade kind of thing? Exactly. Okay. Gatorade has a ton of sugar in it. These actually are sugar-free. Uh-huh. And um, I know the ones the ones that I have have acesulfame potassium in them, which I'm not a huge fan of. I just don't like the taste the, of The fake sugar. sugar? Right. But I know that Noon is planning on getting USDA organic status, non-GMO status, and vegan certifications. So I'm kind of hoping that that will somehow affect the sweetener Uh that they put into their tablets. They do have a line of tablets that uses stevia. So I'm kind of hoping that that trickles on down the line and goes into all of their tablets so that there's more natural sweeteners in there instead of the, the fake sweeteners. The great thing about using an electrolyte sports drink mix on the trail is that it may help reduce cramping at night. So if you're doing those really long days, which you can do in the summertime because the the days are eternal, you can hike from, you know, 5 a.m. to 10 p.m., then you might experience a little more cramping at night. So having an electrolyte drink mix is a really great option on the trail. Yeah, and it's impractical to bring a bunch of bottles of sports drink uh, yeah. Because you're going to have to collect water while you're on the trail in most cases. So by just bringing these tablets along, you've got a really lightweight option for something that will flavor your water. Uh, but more than just flavoring it, provides some other nutrition. And there are no artificial colors or flavors. The berry one is colored with beet juice. All right. Pretty cool. So how do you spell noon? It's N-U-U-N pronounced noon. Okay. And how much do these cost? These are about $5 for a tube of 12 tablets, and one tablet makes 16 ounces. The number three summer fun backpacking gear is Popticles. I love the name. It is the coolest name. Whoever thought of it, thumbs up. So Popticles are collapsible wraparound performance sunglasses. These ones are so collapsible that they will fit in the palm of your hand. And I love this idea because usually sunglasses are so bulky and fragile, and these are slim and streamlined. They're actually not quite available yet. They'll be available summer 2015, so you can probably hold your breath, and then when you can't hold it anymore, then Popticles will be available. All right. (laughs) Yeah, as you said, they collapse down in such a way that uh, the two lenses sort of fold one over the other so that when they're collapsed, they take the amount of space of one lens. So it's a great design. In episode five, our backpack hack of the week was do-it-yourself sunglasses. (laughs) Remember that one? Oh, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So the the trick was to just go to your optometrist and get those those funky uh, sunglasses that they give you after they do your eye exam and dilate your eyes. And they weigh pretty much nothing, like it doesn't even register on the scale, I don't think. I think it was like four grams. Four grams. There you go. Anyway, super light and come in their own little paper sleeve or plastic sleeve. So that was our backpack hack. We did say, however, that if you were going to wear the sunglasses a lot, those ones would be not very comfortable and maybe not high performance either. So if you want a real option, then, you know, like you're going to wear the sunglasses quite a bit, then Popticles are a great compact way to go. If you hardly ever wear sunglasses, 
then look up episode five <laughs> and, and listen in on that uh, sunglasses hack. Well, the number four super summer fun, totally non-essential backpacking <laughs> gear. And this one kind of falls in the same category as the popticles. Hey, it's on the 10 essentials list. And everyone has their favorite sunscreen, I'm sure. But this actually caught my attention because it's not a chemical sunscreen. I had to kind of do some research on this. And it doesn't use nanoparticles. So this is the Raw Elements Organic Sunscreen. And it comes in a stick. And so you kind of rub it on your skin like you would stick deodorant. It's biodegradable. It won't drip in the water. And this particular sunscreen is all natural and organic, and it has ingredients that you can pronounce. There has been some research that's questioned the safety of nanoparticles and chemicals in our sunscreen. If you're using something that's a little more opaque that you can see covering your skin, you know, you may look like a lifeguard from the 50s, but it's going to be the safer way to go. Yeah, so there's something to try as an alternative to all the other sunscreens you're going to see on the supermarket shelves. Yeah, so if you are looking for something a little more natural and totally organic, then definitely try this out or at least research it and uh, let us know what you think. All right, well, wrap us up with number five. Number five is light load towels. You may have seen these little discs at the checkout counter at your local outdoor store. These are compact little towels that are lightweight and durable. So they're sold in compressed tablets, like this one that I'm holding. It's 12 inches by 24 inches, and it only weighs 0.6 ounces. It's sold in this little maybe half inch by, what would that be, about two inches across Yeah. tablet. It, oh, it's about the size of a double stuff Oreo. Yeah. Right? Okay. Yeah, it is. Or maybe two regular Oreos. An Oreo and a half? Okay, about an Oreo and a half. And in order to use it for the first time, you just need to open it up and get it wet to expand it and uncompress it. And then you have this super lightweight towel that is not just a towel, but it is also a multi-use item. So because it's made of viscose, it's burnable, it's biodegradable and disposable, this is very compact, and I already said it's super lightweight. And because it's not made of polyester, you don't have to feel bad about throwing it away when you're done using it. This is the kind of thing that it could last for, you could make it last for one camping trip, or you could use it all summer long. They're super cheap. They are just really great items to have in your car or in your pack. And one of the cool things is the way that it's packaged it will stay dry even if your pack gets soaked. So they're just kind of ready to go towels. They come in three different sizes. One of them is 12 by 12, they have a 12 by 24, and then they also have a full size bath towel. It's huge and it only weighs five ounces. So that's one of those things that if you knew you were gonna be doing some swimming on a backpacking trip, you could bring one of those towels and it would just be a great item to have in your pack and not very heavy. So many of us may already have a camp towel in our packs, uh, but I'm thinking, you know, with kids and the way that they sort of uh, destroy things, <laughs> um, this is a great option with them, right? We could just have a pile of these light load towels and throw one in each kid's pack. When it gets worn out, we just replace it with another one. Well, there you have it, five backpacking items that are totally fun 
and we'll let you decide how essential they might be. Well, on to the Summit Gear Review. We have a really cool water filter for you today. This is one that we talked about in a past episode. Yeah, on episode 17, we had a backpackers Q&A question about water purification options. And we ran through a list of options, including the vapor uh, microfilter, the Sawyer Mini, and the Life Straw. Today, we're going to dig into the vapor microfilter. And this is one that we tagged as completely idiot-proof. And I love that because sometimes when you're new to backpacking, some of these things that just seem like second nature for everyone around you are so confusing. And you you kind of don't know where to start, where to turn, what to try. Sometimes there are too many options. So this kind of narrows it down to one simple thing. This is a water filter. It's not a pump not tablets. What you do is you take this one liter soft water bottle, so it's not a hard shell water bottle. You fill it up with whatever water you can find around you, stream water, lake water, and then you put the lid back on. And this lid has a filter inside of it. And as you drink out of the water bottle, it actually filters out all of the harmful things that could be in the water. It has a 0.2 micron filter that physically removes, okay, get this, 99.9999% of all bacteria. So that includes salmonella and cholera and lovely E. coli. It removes 99.9% of all protozoa, which you may also know as Giardia and Cryptosporidium, which are also very lovely. <laughs> It filters up to 500 liters of water. So this is one of those things that could potentially last you maybe your entire backpacking career. (laughs) Career? (laughs) It sounds kind of funny, but it's a really uh, a long-lasting filter. The water bottle itself is made of soft polyethylene and nylon. It's not a hard water bottle like a Nalgene. Yeah, it's a kind of a pouch Uh, shape. It's BPA free and the filter is a hollow fiber filter membrane and it has a really high flow rate. So you can actually sip on the straw like you would just for a soda and it filters the water as it's on the way to your mouth. So you don't need to pump, you don't need batteries, you don't need chemicals. It really is about the simplest solution out there. Uh, It comes in two colors, blue and green. It's kind of a dark blue and a outdoor green, we'll say, (laughs) like an olive green. And the vapor microfilter is one of the lightest options out there for water filtration. It's 2.2 ounces, which, you know, it's only a little bit more than what the website says. I think they say that it's 1.4 ounces, so it's not that big of a difference. But you're looking compared to a Nalgene, which is 6.3 ounces. That's quite a bit of ounce savings. The water bottle is dishwasher safe. I wouldn't put the filter through the dishwasher. As far as investment goes, you'll be spending about $40 for this water bottle, but you're paying for weight. You're really getting a weight savings on this water bottle and some great filtration as well. Well, we tested out this water bottle along with several other water filtering options uh, when we took our family backpacking trip to the Redwoods uh, for spring break. Um, Thoughts from from that trial that we did? Oh, definitely. It was so easy to use. 
It really was idiot proof, and I know because I tested it. <laughs> it was a true no brainer. And、uh, one of the spots that we stayed at, there was water that came out of the tap, but it was not potable water. It was kind of orangish reddish. <laughs> Didn't really have an iron taste. It was more like redwood flavored water. Oh, nice! <laughs> yeah, so I just filled up my、uh, my vapor microfilter with that water, and it filtered it out great. Now, one thing I noticed was that the very first time that I used the vapor microfilter, there was a chemical taste, and I was really worried that that would last the whole time that I used the water bottle. Kind of a I don't know how to describe it. Almost plasticky, chemically taste. So I quick rinsed it out and used it again, and the chemical taste totally went away. And I'm the kind of person that's really sensitive to that kind of thing. If the water tastes off, I notice it. The fact that it went away after the second round of water was really great because I don't know if I could have used it having that, you know, that off taste the whole time. So I was really glad it went away. On that trip to the redwoods, I also brought. Water purification tablets, which someone in the room kind of turned up their nose at, didn't want to use the tablets because flavor, the flavor, and it just—I guess he didn't like the idea of chemicals floating <laughs> in his water. Imagine that. Well, plus、um, you have any of the other stuff floating in the water still floating there, yeah, because it's not filtering the water. Yeah, that's true. It was, yeah, it was chunks of redwood floating in that water. <laughs> that's what I think. So Josh decided to take the vapor microfilter and use it as like a squeeze filter, which actually worked. So I don't know if vapor would recommend doing that because it's not really designed to be a squeeze filter.、Um, I know Sawyer makes a squeeze filter. Uh, but you can definitely, if you need to give water to someone else, you could fill up your vapor microfilter and squeeze water from the vapor into their water bottle. Yeah, I had my Nalgene bottles, which I refilled by using the vapor microfilter bottle or pouch, I guess I could say, because it is flexible. So、mm-hmm. I would just fill it up from that、uh, tap of non-potable water and then turn it upside down and squeeze it into my Nalgene bottle to refill the Nalgene. And it worked pretty well. I mean, after a while, your hands are going to get tired. <laughs> yeah, but it worked. Well, I think the vapor microfilter is a great option for people who just maybe are a little intimidated by the whole water purification process. Just want to have something that will work, work well, and be really easy to use. And this is definitely something that we recommend. Yeah, it's a great, simple, easy to use option. All right, for the backpack hack of the week, we have. The coolest trick that you can do on the trail, and this is also definitely a non-essential. <laughs> yeah, very、pack. much. How to put on your pack in an impressive way? Yeah, because the way that you put on your pack, I mean, it says that, a lot about you. That separates the cool from the uncool. And you always want your kids to think you're cool, right? Yeah, exactly. So this is important. <laughs> well, we actually got this trick from a little documentary that we saw、um, on Amazon, and it was about a, a group of guys that went on this trip. Yeah, it's called High Sierra: A Journey on the John Muir Trail. It was a fun documentary. It just、uh, followed this group of guys that did the John Muir Trail, 
and uh, had lots of um, quotes and also a park ranger talking about John Muir and the influence that he had on that area and, you know, really on the national park system in general, too. I think that was my favorite part of the documentary was hearing that park ranger talk about John Muir and the whole the whole vision behind the area. And so there was this two-second clip somewhere in the middle of the movie where someone put on his pack and we were like, whoa, that's cool, <laughs> just because of the way he did it. So you want to try to explain this? All right. So here's what you do. You lay your pack on the ground with the straps facing up. Okay. So upside down turtle style. And then you turn your pack, you rotate it 90 degrees. No, wait, 90? 180? 180. So you're standing at the top of your pack and the part that goes against your back is what's facing up. Then you grab your pack kind of by the waist. So if your pack was a person, you grab it around the waist, hoist it up over your head, and put your arms straight up and let your pack slide down your arms into the straps. Yeah, so when you grab the pack, the straps need to be kind of outside of of your arms. They, They need to be flopping off to the outside of the pack. And so you just grab the pack, like you say, like like you're just grabbing the waist. And then it goes all the way up over your head and just slips right down over your shoulders. It's really cool. It is the coolest thing ever. If your kids aren't impressed by that, they won't be impressed by anything. I mean, that is kind of your Trump, your Trump card, Dad. So play it well. Play it well. As in practice in a private area first. <laughs> Don't mess this up, Dads. Right. Hey, are you ready for some really lame humor? Well, you know, it's Father's Day coming up. I mean, dad jokes. (laughs) Gotta have some good dad jokes. All right. Well, we have some more you might be a backpacker jokes for you. Oh, boy. (laughs) And if you don't get them, that's okay. I don't get them either. (laughs) Oh, great. (laughs) If you save the priority mailbags from online purchases because, hey, it's Tyvek, people. You might be a backpacker. If you know exactly how long it takes for your hiking pants to dry on a day with a 58 degree high with 7 to 10 mile per hour winds from the west and a partial clearing in the mid-afternoon, you might be a backpacker. If you can switch seamlessly between liters, gallons, grams, and ounces all in the same conversation, you might be a backpacker. If your bedroom looks like a bomb went off, but your pack is organized like it's owned by a Marine with OCD, you might be a backpacker. If you're freakishly good at estimating weight, and you've also discovered that it's not as cool of a party trick as you thought, you might be a backpacker. They just keep getting worse, and I promise there are more on the way. Well, we'll leave you with a little trail wisdom from Carrie Lattay. And we could only find quotes from her online. No books, no wiki page, no bio anywhere. So she's a bit of a mystery to us. She just makes a bunch of quotes. And so we don't even know if she's real. She could be a team of people making up quotes. Yeah, I don't even know if I said her name right. But I'm going to give her the benefit of the doubt and pronounce it. Latte. Carrie Latte. French style instead yes. of Latette. She said, walking, the most ancient exercise 
and still the best modern exercise. That's it for today. Thank you for listening. If you liked this podcast, follow us on Facebook and Twitter or review us on iTunes. We'll see you next time on the first 40 miles. Episode 30 of the first 40 miles. 31. Oh, thank you. <laughs> Where's my brain? <laughs> now you've got an outtake already. It says it right there. <laughs> okay, starting over. Beep.